Space Gray. Welcome to Craft I'm Josh. That's Jeff. I hate it here. What's up, guys? Yet you willingly come back every well. It's because I fucking live here. All right, that's right. We're we're encroaching on you. Yeah, you could just. Lock the front door. I really could, and and just like shut the website down. And but then me and Wells would have all of this fresh hop beer That's all to true. ourselves. True, you would. You absolutely would. Renegade Craft Beer Cast Studios out, hosted out of Noda. We're we're gonna have to think of <laughs> we're like to pirate your signal. <laughs> we're gonna have to think <laughs> of a, another place to like have our clandestine meetings other than Josh's front yard because that ant nest kind of screwed me up for a week. <laughs> Yes, yes, it did. Well, for the longest time, when we had our old neighbor, he always thought we were doing band practice because he could see the mics through the window. And he's like, I just want to be like, yeah, we're a doo-wop group. <laughs> Barbershop <laughs> trio. Yes. We're, we're, we're trying something new. Barbershop quartet. I mean, that's old and busted. Like, everybody does that. But have you ever heard of barbershop trio? Right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we're in the... Uh, Second episode phase, congratulations, you beat my shit-ass team. I don't even know if you stayed or w- woke up in the morning to it watch was, it. What it was, was it, like 10 to 3? It was a god-awful like, Does anybody game. even care about like? The, you know what's funny is, 10 years ago, I would have made such a big deal out of that game. I'd have been like, Jeff, let's get together. Let's welcome, have some breakfast. Welcome and, to post-NFL. Right? I mean, you know, where the points don't matter. <laughs> and I was just like, I woke up. I made myself a bagel sandwich, and I fell back asleep until about the fourth quarter. That's right. Welcome yeah. to the 40s. Yep. I'm like, it's, yep. It's uh, congratulations. You're having a nap. Yep. I'm like, I'm taking a fucking nap. I'm not even going to watch this horseshit game. Yeah. It's, it was uh, yeah. god-awful. God-awful football. It's... That's why I love being a Panthers fan. <laughs> you, you don't have, have to bother. Any, we never, well, we just never have any expectations. We just didn't have a game on Sunday for me to have to suffer through. Uh, How true, do you know? You <laughs> true, you didn't, but you don't really have to bother. If the Panthers have a bye week and nobody still watches, did really <laughs> did, did they really exist? All right, now the music's over. So story time. Story time. Oh, what do we have here? Once upon a time. Oh. Treehouse is again going? What do you mean again going? Meaning they're opening a sixth location, the first one outside of New England? Where's this new one at? That's a lot of question marks, Josh. Yes, it is. Too much up talk for me. Sorry. What's up talk? Not much. What's up with you? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Treehouse, as you said, opening up uh, location number six, first one outside of New England. Um, Saratoga, Saratoga Springs. I love Serotonin Springs. I do Serotonin too. I feel so good when I go there. <laughs> right? It's fantastic. It's so nice. I'm always so excited. And then I'm very mellow. Yeah, and, it's and, all. Yeah, and then I leave and like everything's not as cool anymore. Yeah. So. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! I have nothing to add. New brewery in Serotonin Springs, man. Like that. There's the. Yeah. Man, there's a brewery name idea for you right there. <laughs> there's already the show title, too. Copyright 2020. What year is this? <laughs> 20, craft Beer Cast. 2023 Craft Beer Cast. Anyways, well, we're, we're outside of New England. Again, I just said Sar- I Serotonin Springs. I Serotonin know. Springs. So it's the first location outside of New England and second location outside of Massachusetts. They do have a, uh, a Woodstock, Connecticut location. I was very surprised to see not like 
California. Yep. Like uh, randomly. Or, you know, Charlotte. Because right. that's where everybody wants to move. Treehouse. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Uh, know yeah. what I mean? Come here next. Yes. Yes. Because you know how yes. I feel about Hazy's. Treehouse the only one that I like. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I would be floored if they came here, number one. Number two. Yeah, for sure. Jeff would be like, okay, I guess I have to go. I would go. I know. I would totally go. Would love it. So it is wild. I, I never really thought about it because I, I get Treehouse so incredibly rarely that they don't distribute. Like they're, we just have a so bunch of So you never get it and it didn't dawn on you that they don't distribute? Well. Wow. Okay. Okay. No, okay. no, no, no. Okay. The, the reason, All right. Okay. All right. The reason that I'm saying that is because I, I tend to acquire Treehouse beers through uh, either people that have traded for it or uh, they bottle show share. up. Bottle share. Yeah. Bottle share type of situation. Whales or, or fish lot. <laughs> okay. I, I will have a handful of Treehouse beers it's in like a, a given a weekend. official distributor, if you will? An, 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 an unofficial, unofficial distributor. Unofficial. But, you know, it's it's as much uh, Treehouse or, you know, Heady Topper as I kind of want. Right. Given weekend, it's, y- you pay for it, though. It sucks. I mean, yeah. But you had Treehouse. But, but hey, uh, <laughs> Serotonin Springs is just going to be what I call it now. <laughs> um, cool. I Yeah, six locations of Treehouse. That's fucking insane. But at the same time, I mean, good for them. Out of all of the hype breweries that are out there, this is the one that I could totally see like being able to sustain this model because you need that bucket, don't you? <clears throat> yup. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, it's fine. We'll your, your bucket's your mouth. <laughs> we already have a show title. It's a, it's a dumpster for other things. <laughs> see ya. Well, and so really quickly, and it, I don't know if you gents agree, but I do feel like out of all of the hype bro breweries, this is the one that could sustain this model of kind of growing the way they are. Because when I look at, especially the, cause there's two beer subreddits that I pay attention to one is slash beer, which is typically, and it has kind of gone downhill lately, but normally it used to just be like, this is where all the news articles I would find got posted. Yep. And then there was slash craft beer, which is, Here's my dick on the table. Look yeah. at the amazing beers that I have. Yeah. And 90% of those posts for the longest time were Treehouse. Yeah. And it was, I went to Treehouse. Here's this gigantic case of all the beers that I got. By the way, I've started a GoFundMe because I took out a loan. <laughs> to, and, to, to get your Treehouse beer? To buy $2.3 million worth of Treehouse beer. Which is like three cases. But, you know, it's fine. Right. Well, and I was going to say, that's the, the, the insanity part is kind of like when I did my other half case. That was an expensive fucking case of beer. But... You could easily spend that at Treehouse, if not double. Yeah. And, and, you know, like we look at a lot, like I, I can't hate on the New England style breweries that have become the hype breweries right. that are charging an arm and a leg. They're charging $24 for a four pack. And that is at the brewery, not fucking distro out oh, in the market. Yeah. And, and I look at it, I'm like, there's, there's, it's not worth it to me to get that, you know, to get that kind of a case of other half or the veil or which I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, because I can't now either. like the veil has become so readily available here in Charlotte. I'm just like, yeah, it's the veil. Yeah, I'll try that one. Um, you know, whatever. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. Whatever. I, I'm going to have a couple tonight. I'll, that'll be one of them. It'll be great. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. But other half veil trillium even like I just look at them all. I'm just kind of like, yeah, they're fine. 
But Treehouse gets me excited because they their hazies are very good. Uh, out of all of the hype breweries, like, you know, other half made it super simple, super easy. Like, I'm buying another case during my December break. Because why not? Like, I want to have some good beer while I'm on vacation. And Have I, you looked anywhere else? I, and I'm, I'm joking, but like... Of course I have. Do, do any of the other hype breweries... No, unfortunately model? they okay. don't. And that's, that's where my yeah, point yeah, yeah. was. Like, if I could get that case but in treehouse sure. like oh fuck i mean even for i'd like be a, broke even like a 20 percent overhead like okay yeah fine so, yeah that'd be cool well, i'd go in on some of that yeah <laughs> if, if if i could i would trust me I mean, yeah my beer budget's kind of short right now uh one thing Sorry, about how fast treehouse has grown yes yes this is the fourth one two three four this year right since 2020 okay but still that's well, they've okay. done it. They've done the golf club thing this year too, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, two in a year is still a lot. A lot. Yeah, and that was a nine-hole golf course that they just like, like bought could, and turned into a tap room. Could like you, you do. Could, I mean, just looking at the largest by production, quote unquote, craft breweries in North Carolina. Like, could you imagine like a, a Foothills or somebody like that doing two new facilities in a year? No, that's insanity. That is crazy talk. Who do these people think they are? Highwire? Right? <laughs> wow. All right, cool. All right, Wells, what's going on with my Duncan? I want my Duncan, goddammit. You, you want your Duncan, so... I so, do. So are, are you really kind of put out that you've been looking for the Duncan spiked iced coffee mix pack and you haven't been able to find them anywhere? Yeah, because, you know, I can't just make that at home. Those it's are so, words that came out of your mouth. It's so hard to make at home. So it's it's not like necessarily beer related but it's made by a brewery so we're going to talk about it and because i also just love pooping on a, a harpoon uh anyway so uh duncan spike coffee comes in a bunch of different flavors but they they made a second run of this and uh the distributors were like nah this thing tastes like shit we can't sell it we won't sell it take it back <laughs> so yeah pretty much uh, quote, we received some complaints from wholesalers that there were sour notes related to the preservatives used in it. We stopped releasing more. Meanwhile, if you're full steam, you go ahead and keep it rolling out. But this time it's the sour Duncan pumpkin spice latte. Yes. Yes, it is. Nothing wrong with that beer. It's just, it's just a little sour. It's just a little sour. It's fine. So, yeah, uh, in case you couldn't get your... Original caramel mocha and vanilla flavor uh, flavorways in 12-ounce cans. 6% ABV for uh, whatever. Harpoon made this and apparently absolutely jinked or fucked it up. So, good they, job. They, they biffed it bad. Like, there is no need for... Uh, there is no more need for preservatives. So, the new batches are more like Dunkin' Coffee. Wait. Uh, can you read the last little quote there for the listeners? The plan was to launch tea sooner and launch more if it. Coffee is hard. Coffee is hard, y'all. I mean, we joke like like we're we're making fun of this, but coffee and beer is hard. How how like and okay, Josh is a bad example here because he doesn't like coffee. But for Wells, yep. do you find yourself avoiding coffee beer more than you used to? Because I do. I get super nervous about random coffee beers it has to be somebody that i absolutely trust that has done a good job with that beer in the past 
Um, I'm very, I, I would say I'm very selective with who I trust to make coffee and, or coffee beer, coffee beer. And I am definitely checking those date codes. hundred percent. Um, if you burn me once in the past, I'm probably not going to get over it. Yeah. Well, and, and, and to be fair, I do like cold coffee, press yeah. coffee. coffee yeah, that's true. And you like coffee, coffee and beer, but you're not yeah. like, if you're hunting beer at your local shop, you're not necessarily grabbing coffee beer unless it's one that you have experience with. Yes, 100%. Or if it's one that, you know, we've had on the show or something like that, then yeah, I will. But if I just see it out in the wild, I'm typically not brave enough to grab one because I don't know my coffee roasters. I don't know what bean is you know good i don't know half that shit so i um i did notice that harpoon was the one that kind of screwed up the first two batches or screwed up the second batch at least and fx matt is going to be making this at least Isn't for FX the foreseeable matt future Cernak? yeah it's, it's a lot of places okay but like one, not, one of them yes you're, you're not exactly like moving me to a place of confidence yeah, yeah, that's true. Because uh, they also make like the old Jenny and Jenny Ice. And they have the ability to pasteurize product at a scale that is necessary to roll well, out a product like this. So doesn't harpoon? Apparently not. All righty then. Apparently they were using chemicals and shit to pasteurize and oh, or to to make shelf stable. And FX Matt's like, yeah, we're not going to be using like these sour tasting preservatives. And I'm also wondering if it was just a a bad batch of like sour. I'm like, what do, what do you put preservatives in it? Uh, whatever. Well, so, sounds like a mess all around. And I'm not drinking the stuff to begin with, so this does not affect me. Well, at and all. I, I, again, I mean, I, I was half joking, but that's another one of those of why does it exist? Like Hard Mountain Dew or Hard okay, okay. Hard Monster. Hard Monster okay. Energy is a fucking thing now. Didn't they make caffeine and, and booze illegal? Isn't it like Fort Loco, Fort Loco long? Yeah, right, right. Illegal? But but I, I will tell you, so, and, and I didn't do a recap of the Roasting for Research. It was a super fun time, as per usual. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, Divine Barrel has started making these hard sodas. And so they had one called Spider Monkey. Okay. It's a Mountain Dew in, or in influence inspired It's a citrus soda. soda. Yeah. It's an 8%, and I shit you not, it is Mountain Frickin' Dew. It's hilariously good. Okay. Like, 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 this is just like, I got a crowler of it. <coughs> Family comes in for Thanksgiving. We're opening it. And I'm just nice. like, we're doing this. I'm, I'm like, coming at you like a spider monkey. That's right. That's right. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Like, I, I'd love to know if there's any actual caffeine in it, but, like, if you're at Divine and you see they've got a hard soda, they're so good. All right. The orange crush, whatever. Amazing. Interesting. Interesting. Sidebar. Okay, sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, Wells, you put this very interesting article in about the top rated beers on Untapped. It's it is a list. It's a list of the top thirteen beers in Untapped by the number of five star check ins that they have. 13 beers with the most five-star check-ins in 2013. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a listicle. It's a listicle, and I'm kind of like, hey, we're done with the listicles. But I started scrolling through it because I've already clicked on it, and I might as well just kind of see what's there. Yep. And 
I don't have a problem with this. I mean, I don't have a problem with anything on this list. I love the fact that they come clean and they're just like, look, we've scraped this off of Untapped's platform. We're just presenting them here. I'm pretty sure like, Hop Culture You can't be mad is... at us because we literally don't have any opinion or any editorial here. Yeah. We're just regurgitating somebody else's stuff for the clicks. Yep. I think we could... I think Hop Culture is Untapped affiliated, so it's not like they're scraping their own data, I guess. Sure. All right. So anyways... Go scrape yourself. I don't care, man. Go scrape yourself. Our list... I, no, I don't know if this is any in any sort of order or whatever, but up up listed first, we have Pliny the Elder. Ah, that okay. tracks. Completely get that. Yep. Just, I thought about like running through everything. Uh, Hetty Topper. N- next up, okay. Hetty Topper. Yep, I'm, yep, I'm in for that too. Yep, okay. What else you got? Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. West Flutterin. Westy 12. Okay. Yep. All right, also, yep. that tracks. Like, I've had it. That was a five-star beer for me. I like how they try to explain all of these as well. Like, there's actually extra sure. writing in here. Like, why are you writing? Duvel. Like, regular-ass, basic Duvel. Which is excellent. I mean, if you're Underrated looking, as fuck. If yeah, you're yeah. looking well, for... Well, I don't know. A, this is it. The, the, you know, 13 <laughs> beers with the most five-star check-ins. I don't think you can call it underrated. Well, but it's only got 3,000 check-ins. Oh, well, in that case... <laughs> 3,625. Whatever. Uh, zombie Dust. I don't understand why that still has five-star check-ins. I mean, like, maybe five years ago. Fresh zombie dust, though, like, every time, I, I yeah, mean, yeah. every time you bring me some of that, it is like, a, it's a treat. It is a it special is a treat. treat. But you're not, you're you're not five-star rating that beer. Well, I'm not five-starring anything because I don't use Untapped, right. but, but I would. You, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Focal Banger. Yeah. That's the unsung hero right there. Everybody agree. Like, everybody wants Hetty Topper when Focal Banger is where it's at. Yep. I, Remember we had that Focal Banger and and uh, Mark brought it. It was like it wasn't even like a full logoed can. It was like stickered. Yeah. That was great. Yep. We had Focal Banger before it was cool. I have not had this one. King J- J- Julius. Yeah, I'm I, uh, ISO immediately yeah. on this Double one. Double IPA. Yeah, for, Treehouse. I from mean, Treehouse. Yeah, okay, I, cool. I, I, yeah, I, I would absolutely want that. Spotted Cow, of course. The the one that my keys are fucked up and it froze, and we had a listener send us this, in all honesty, one of the rarest beers that you can get because they do not distro outside of Wisconsin. Yeah. You have to be in that area, in that market, to even touch it. Yeah. And... It is so fun the first time you ever get to try one. Yeah. Like, it is one of those bucket list beers that you wouldn't think is a bucket list beer because this is a like, lager. Let's be real. It is a bucket list beer because you can't get your hands on it. Like, I, easily. You know, yes. and, yeah. That, having had it a lot back in the day, it is a good beer. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on the beer at all. Is it a five star beer? I'm not going to go that far. Okay. Not going to go that far. Okay. Wells, would you? I'm, I'm kind of with Jeff, too. Okay. I'm not giving it a five star, but I will. If you bring a six pack of that shit over, I will ruin it for you. Yep. This one confused me. I appreciate it. Okay. It's the Vine Stefaner Hefeweizen. Um, I mean, when we're talking hefs, like that's my upper echelon okay. of like one of the best hefs I've ever had in my one life. One of one of, if not the oldest, continually operating brewery in the world. Yeah. Um, they've been making this beer since the year 1040. 1040. In the year 2000. Okay. It is. They do call themselves the oldest brewery in the world. Cool. Yep. 
Hey, look, it's another beer from Treehouse. Hey, and it's King, not King Julius. It's regular King, King Julius. Yeah, it's just it's not King Julius. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic beer. Orval, hundred percent. Yep. I'm there for, I'm, I'm here for that. If I'm looking for a Belgian beer, oh yeah, it's fantastic. And you can't just get Westy Twelve. So, and then there's this one. What? What? Well, Sam Adams, Oktoberfest. Um, what? I think it's a really, I think it's a very well-made Oktoberfest. But if you're an American drinker, that sadly might be your best, if only, exposure to the style. And again, it's really good. And if you like it, you're probably able to find it, especially in... It it is really good, but to your point, if you're an American drinker, you need to expand your reach, get into Meritsons, and you will understand that is not a good Oktoberfest. There are way better examples out there. Sure, but if I live in, like, BFE, middle of nowhere, and that's all I've got for an Oktoberfest, but I want to, like, mix things up for the autumn season. Your total wine probably has a better version of an Oktoberfest. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Pliny the Younger. I uh, will not argue with that at all. That I, is... I will let you know how it is next year when I'm there for the release. Cool. And that's the list. So we can like piddle over. Oh, I don't know if Oktoberfest needs to be on there, but everything else that is a solid list. It is. Out of those thirteen beers, I I absolutely would you know be right there for it. Well, and and you know, well as you said, you didn't know if it was ranked. I did notice the number. Got smaller, so I would have to assume that was kind of their quote-unquote ranking scale. Makes sense. Of saying Pliny the Elder would be the number one, which would make sense, right? Like, but who, that is the beer geek's beer. Like, when is. you get into beer, that is like, I have to have this. I have yep. to try this. And then once you try it, you're not mad at it at all. Right. And then you find out in California it's a shelf turd for five bucks, and you're like, can you just start sending me all your Pliny, please? I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it right off your hands. Yep. Right off those hands. <coughs> Next up. Yes. So uh, American craft beer sales and influence are starting to fizzle out a little bit across the pond. So they got tired of the jagweeds that went to Europe to try to push American beer like Stone and... You mean uh, Beer Jesus, Greg? Beer and, Jesus. Uh, uh, sh- what's that shitty brewery out of Georgia... Well, that partnership with BrewDog fizzled Uh on the launching pad, basically. So it was like a Musk rocket? Is that code for something? Nah. We already have titles. We we already have titles. Have you experienced Musk rocket lasting more than three hours? (laughs) So what is happening with the influence of our craft beer world? Uh, We have less influence now than, than before. Uh, it used to be that American beers in the foreign market, and specifically Europe, were a hot commodity, and you know could uh, people would pay a premium for them. But now, even though the number of American breweries have kind of increased their uh, distribution to the European market, it's it's becoming a harder sell, and I think that's a, a, due to a lot of reasons. I mean, economics is is one. Um, I mean, to freshness, they're realizing like sometimes this beer is is not exactly as fresh as it could have been. Uh-huh. And, and this is really 
it, it's bringing a lot of breweries to uh, see now I want to make sure I've got well no, you're that's definitely a the next show topic not this one well I was gonna say just to speak to two of those points so having out of the three of us been over there this the latest right like even when I went in 2017 like I noticed the amount of American craft beer that was over there wasn't that big anymore it was more of the local yep. stuff because they started to learn that and then when I was in the islands well to your point about freshness like trying to find a fresh IPA was yep. nigh impossible yep. like most of the shit was six months old plus we've been doing this show over 10 years and the number of trends that we have seen come through and we're like this is what the market will sustain and then it's like oh well here's this new style it's a Cascadian dark slash black IPA it's kettle sour it's, it's brute. brute IPA it's this it's that some of it has staying power a lot of it doesn't and I can't help but think that you know in the euro area they have their tradition they have their style they have what they like something new comes along and it's popular for a while then it starts to die off and some of it will still be there yep. it's just gonna be tougher to find well like i couldn't even imagine like trying to find a fresh hazy in some of these places like oh god that sounds like a nightmare i can't imagine trying to find a fresh hazy here right some days right I don't know. I thought this was kind of a, a, a fun read, but there was one uh, line that really stuck out to me, and that's American craft beer is slotting into a niche not dissimilar to that once occupied by Belgian beer, Belgian beer in the U.S. There it's a go. treat. Yeah. And it's... Okay. I remember specifically when, at least in North Carolina, when Pop the Cap, like, raised the limit of alcohol in a, a beer from 6% to 15 and domestic brewers weren't necessarily uh-huh. uh, able to provide that sudden like oh we've got all these high gravity beers but bam if Belgian breweries weren't yep. suddenly everywhere yep. St. Bernardus and um, what was the, uh, the the Chimay yeah Chimay but the one that was like the 8, 10 and 12 um, it was right there in the bottle it doesn't matter I know exactly who you're talking about too. but I mean like you know Rock like or Rochefort Roof. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, like these 10, 12, 14% beers, Belgian, it's fantastic. Exactly. But there, I drank so many of them that eventually I, I'd stop looking for them as hard. And also. Oh, you're, American, you're talking to two to former Belgian yeah, addicts. But eventually, like, American craft beer scene kind of caught up and said, hey, we can make Belgians too. And so. They were wrong, but okay. Sure. But we've had a. Like the Brewers Association is putting up saying uh, 130 breweries are exporting to Europe. 100 American, 130 American craft brewers. I mean, Old Hickory was one of those. I think we've got a couple in Charlotte that are doing a similar program. Have partnerships with the distributors huh. across the Atlantic. Awesome. Um, I know Highwire did because I saw shit over there. They just opened five new locations <laughs> in Europe while we were talking. So. But it was that line of, like, this whole thing is coming full circle that we used to do a lot of importing from Belgium, and then we caught up, and that kind of stopped. But then we started exporting a lot of American-styled craft beer, hazy IPAs and things. But then that home market is like, oh, cool. 
well, we can do that here too, and it's fresher. Yep. So, you know, what just kind of neat to see it come full circle. I agree. All right, what's going on with non-alcoholic beers? Uh, you know how they say, uh, crap, now I can't remember the phrase. You know how they say that thing I can't remember? Yeah, so you know how like uh, back in the day, one of the reasons they drank beer was because it was uh, less the, of a problem? Yeah, the cleaner form of water. Yeah, like water wasn't safe to drink, but beer was. Well, apparently non-alcoholic beer could give you some of that same problems. Do you like a little uh, green apple quick step? Yeah, no, your, not really. I don't. Your, you don't want the trots? I don't. Not really. The thing about diarrhea, it runs in your jeans. You gotta be careful. <laughs> oh, you bet. It runs in your jeans, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, um, you'd better really trust or whatever the maker of your non-alcoholic beer because, uh, I, is anybody surprised by this? A non-alcoholic beer has the potential of con- having uh, contaminants in it than regular beer. So Athletic Brewing was not just a clever name. I have no idea. I'm not picking that You're up. trying to make a joke. I don't think it's working. It kind of is. No. A- athletic kinda... Athletic Brewing, the trots. I got the, 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 the oh, streaks. Wow. 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 No. 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 It worked. I'm not letting you have that one. It worked. False. So it it turns out uh, alcohol is an antiseptic, and certain like, concentrations of alcohol in your beer uh, or in your whatever prohibit any sort of like foreign bacterial growth in it, and it right. can take away that preservative antiseptic uh, alcohol. Then your um, non-alcoholic beer could just be a petri dish of shit like there's already a problem sometimes of just regular alcoholic beer getting infected with some sort of bacterium sure and that's you know probably things with high sugar content like residual sugars and whatever but yeah yeah. i still stand by my athletic brewing joke damn it okay you do you it's a good thing we already have a topic for the show yeah because it's not gonna be he's not yeah yeah Josh tries to make a funny. That'll be one of those times where Josh like sends me the the info for the episode where you can find it at craftbeercast.com or patreon.com slash craftbeercast. And I go through and I like subtly change the show title, whether he notices or not. Yeah, I, I half the time anymore don't. I used to. Yeah. But so our poor RSS is confused because the title's one thing, but whatever. It's wow. fine. Uh Wells. When was the last time that you had a Sapporo? Within the last six months. Okay. But it was probably a year before that. I don't know, man. Well, I know we, I feel like we've talked about this before. The fact that they're brewing it now in the U.S. Right. That's right. I mean. Using Stone's facility, you know? Yeah. That was one of the main reasons that Sapporo bought Stone was access to um, breweries on both sides of the country. And that shitty family restaurant you go to is still charging a premium for it. Maybe. As an import beer. It's super fancy, you guys. It's an import. So, it's a long read, but I enjoyed it. This is not a Vine Pear listicle. This is... (laughs) It's another Vine Pear article we're not reading. (laughs) Yeah. So, we've got uh, 
skyrocketing shipping costs and about the the premium that import status used to command um but there's a, a quote in in this article that kind of stuck out to me about like well if you're going to start brewing Sapporo is it still an import I don't think people think of BMW BMWs as being an American car just because they happen to be made in South Carolina you're not wrong Toyota the same way yep. you know there's plants in Indiana and Texas but it's a, it's a Japanese car yeah well there's a Toyota plant like within an hour north of here you're right I forget about that one too yeah oh they have one here wow that close wow okay this, I, I obviously know about the BMW one because you things a giant we fucking, drive by it all the time yeah it's a giant fucking facility too um and and I guess that is right so in theory they could probably get away still charging an upcharge for it which makes sense I mean and you know shipping costs I can't imagine how much money they're saving by being able to actually brew that in California and just ship it across the US versus mm-hmm. brewing it only in Japan and having to get it to California then or brewing it in Richmond and then being able to get it to North oh, Carolina. Oh yeah, I forgot about Richmond. Think about when it was brewed in Japan and it's going to make itself across the Pacific and then all, all the, the way across America like Yeah. Wow. So it it's a long read that brings up a lot of points, but a, a few of them are like beer doesn't have terroir the same way that um, wine does. Right. Like you can, if, if you get your water chemistry right, you can brew batches of Sapporo on the East Coast of the United States and have them taste roughly the same as what's coming out of Japan. Which is why AB works all over the country. Yep. Because, I mean, Bud tastes... All over the world. I mean, Yeah, do- Bud tastes like Bud tastes like Bud. Yeah. Doesn't yep. matter where you are. Meanwhile, you go to Jamaica and you have a Jamaican red stripe and it is shit. Hot garbage. It is. It is. It's it's a lot of this is one of those articles that I I kind of read and I wanted to reread just to give me some more food for thought because beer can be made anywhere, sold anywhere, but eventually people are going to demand a fresher product. Like I may have a top 13 beer on untapped, but if somebody else is making something that's almost as good but a hell of a lot fresher yes the game's over yeah yeah i mean there's a reason like that hef that you were mentioning whose name i'll not try to pronounce vine stefaner there you go vine stefan it may be the best but it's probably not the last one that you bought you're probably buying somebody else's that's here local fresher not necessarily that one but a lot of them you know i'm just saying mm, true Oof. yeah yeah, the hazelnut kind of took me by surprise. Surprise. Yeah. Hazelnut. Some fries. All right, what's going on with the jobs report? Because it's the time of the year for jobs reports. It is, is that time is of the it? year for jobs reports. And this this article, I thought about not sharing it because it just depressed me fully. But uh, so the Brewers Association does an annual jobs report and the data. It This is all like self-reporting things and Unfortunately, not everybody kind of, you know, provides their own data. So it's self-selecting and kind of self-selecting in a, in a downward way. Um, but this is how much, you know, your, some common jobs and overall weighted averages for certain positions in the beer industry can be. And 
I'm sitting here. I had to do some math because what I was getting paid in $2,009 for my sellerman position. Oh man, I should have been getting paid twice as much back then. And this just pisses me off. Fair enough. Um, meanwhile, you know, you look at like a lot of people are like, Oh man, I just want to be a head brewer. And, and the salary doesn't look bad, but then there's also the physical labor oh, and yeah. the time that you're there and you're like, it's only $75,000. And that's immediately my thought. It's only because I know so many brewers that are there 14, 18 hour days, yep. barely sleeping, physical back breaking labor. And you're only making 75000 a and that, year. And that's for a head brewer. Yeah, that's that sucks. That sucks. All right, cool. Now, 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 do that for eight dollars an hour. And yeah, hard fucking pass on that. Yeah, like, and this is why I never got into the beer industry because I knew too many people, yep. and I knew how much they made, and I knew how much they were working, and I'm like, I am fine. You're lazy. I guess sitting on my ass. Hey, you're lazy too. Hundred percent. Sitting on my ass at a computer desk and working eight hours, and I'm done. I don't yep. have to do anything else. I appreciate not sweating. Yep. Yep. Like, the worst was this summer when our air conditioner went out. Oh, God. Yeah. It was rough for a couple of days. It was. I'm like, ah, oh, I've got a little bit of sweat going. I better turn this fan on. Yeah, Ooh, there, right. There we go. Right. That's better. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm not sitting in front of these thousands of gallons of water, you know, fucking boiling, yeah. and it's a thousand degrees outside And to you're begin not looking with. at that big metal tank going, I sure hope nothing gives out on this. Right. I mean, that would be a way to go. Not the way I would want, but, you know. It would be a way. That would be a way. Uh, this article does go further in and breaks down what um, perks, benefits, everything are, are kind of provided by... Yes, shifties. Um, basically, if you would think that as you work for a larger and larger company, they would do more for you. But it seems that uh, if you're looking for health coverage, you'd be uh, pretty good at doing a, a medium-sized brewery. Um where else? Uh, large breweries trailing small ones for extended benefits to part-time employees. Um, retirement matching isn't exactly a thing. Um, but shift beers. And, I, this, you know, Jeff kind of spoiled it, but, but shifties were really important to me. I've been sweating my ass off in the back, and right. all I want is just, like, Give me a shifty, Give damn it. Give me a beer to try to like rehydrate myself a little bit right. and just go home. And only 87.7% of brewers uh, that responded to the survey offer shifties. What? what why? What, you, you can't. I'm, I'm looking at you, Mr. 12.3% that don't. Why well, not? Well, could that be state laws, though? At least in some of these cases where you, know, you, you, you can't drink while you're on the clock type of a deal. Oh yeah, but if it's if if I am clocked out and it it is shift beer time and I I don't want to pay for that. Yeah. Which by all rights you shouldn't have to. Like you've been busting your ass hoping to make this. So Yeah, well. That's profits, man. You're eating the profits. Well, yeah, and I was going to say, but then yeah, I also see the other side of the coin where you're taking money from me. You need to pay for this. So Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a depressing article. Thanks, especially if you've like worked out there and thank God it didn't say anything about sales because that would just destroy me. 
<laughs> like how many? Is it, yeah, I did notice. I did notice that was the one area that was not lo- really reported with sales. Like there was event coordinating, tap room manager, sellerman, head brewer. Like, I feel like that would be a but, hard. That's not an hourly. It's not a salary. Yes, and you're right. It's, it's hard to report on that. Yeah, it is. It is. Absolutely. You may have a sales rep that you know is barely getting by, and the same person at the same or a different person at the same company is 180 percent of quota. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Wells, what's going on with other half? Other half. So we've we've talked about them a lot. We've had a number of their beers on the show. You just bought a a mixed case, I believe, from other half. And I'll be buying another one in December. So That's, we're gonna have even more. Oh no! I cool. I love other half. Um, I'll let you know. How about that? I won't right, that even bug. Good. I won't just, even bug him. We leave Jeff somewhere else. Um, other half is getting ready to open another brewery. They already have. Obviously, the one in New York. Uh, they have uh, a Philadelphia one. They have a, uh, a DC one that I've been to and, and really enjoyed. Uh, but they're getting ready to open in Chicago. All right. So, yet another reason for me to want to go to Chicago. Yeah, it is what, starting to really rack up. Like, I need to get there. Like, I you're going to go to Chicago and go to other half. Well, and Rev no. and. No. Oh, I, Rev. I will spend like a an afternoon or a day if I need to at Revolution, but I, if if I can hit up other half while I'm there, why sure. not? Fair enough. Exactly. I'll find out when I'm there next year. Hey, me too. I think maybe. We'll see. When, anyway. when are they opening this place? Soon. Oh, okay. Blah, 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 blah. So okay, it's, it's part of an upconverted uh, music hall project kind of thing where they're going to be the main tenant. Uh, we're looking at a 1,500-capacity venue. Uh, they're going to get how many beer taps on this? 80 tap lines overall. Wow. Which which is going to be a lot of duplicated taps, so it's not like sure. 80 different varieties. Okay, that makes me feel better. But it's going to be 20 different taps just in the tap room portion alone. If I have a chance to have, like, to walk into a spot, you've got 20 other half beers on tap. Cool. Um, so it's not just going to be hazy IPAs, Jeff. Uh, they do uh, plan on what brewing on site and also doing a lot of like a lager program. I'd be interested to talk to the brewing staff at Other Half and just ask the basic question: How do you feel about hazy in this environment? And they would probably say, "We love it because it pays for you know it, it it's you know it's our payroll, but we're sick of it." If I remember correctly, uh, Peter from Heist. Correct. Yep. They, they, Peter and Ryan from Heist were like, yeah, we recognize that we made our money and, and we've been able to expand because of our hazy program, but yep. we're kind of we're tired of it. Yep. yep. Which, I mean, I get. And, and people like Wells and I are not helping that because we drive that market, sadly. But Jagweeds. I'm okay being a jagweed yep. in this case. I'm cool with it. Well, why stop now? Speaking of Chicago and things that aren't uh, hazy IPAs, okay. Fobab, <laughs> whoever did this graphic design work needs to be fired this immediately. Is the, this is the same one they use every year. Well, whoever's done it needs to be fired immediately. Okay, well, they use it every year. Well, they need to be fired immediately. Okay, well, but they use it every year. Anyways, Fobab happened. We have three. No. Fobab is the Festival of Wood and Barrel Aged Beers in Chicago. Um, it's the 21st year of doing it. Whoop. Whoop. Yep. 300 entries, 12 categories. And uh, we we have a couple winners in the, in the 
uh, best in show we have an oaked belgian uh, style from uh, in the wild brett category he just scrolled past that and then um, the runner up go back to the damn top jesus i don't know um, what you want me to do here uh more brewing we had a a strong porter and stout uh, winner there uh, the reason that i am kind of freaking out about this is ego death but the vanilla variant uh-huh. from uh, Resident Culture out of Charlotte uh-huh. uh, took a gold medal in the specialty stout and porter category. Ooh. And now I did look up on our show notes. Wait, have we had this beer before in the past? We have. It's been almost a thousand beers ago, but we only had the vanilla variant, which is the one that won. So I, w- I went in, hey, they're going to do a surprise drop of... Um, ego death from this year just kind of like to celebrate this uh, metal win and I was only able to pick up I say only I was able to pick up um, bottles of the base barrel beer beer uh, we're drinking it right now we're going to tell you what we think about it during Badovai that's right I was kind of um, surprised to not see more revolution stuff there's a couple I want to say there's a couple of revolutions in here um, Tin Barrel continues to surprise. Wicked Weed. There's a Wicked Weed. Keep going, keep going. Bravana, whatever. Uh, <laughs> off color. Keep going, keep going, keep going. That's call for tacos. I would aged in tequila barrels. I'd yep. really like to try that. Yeah, Another sure. Tin Barrel. Firestone Walker. Like I, I see a Firestone Walker on here every year, and I'm like, I want it. I know I'll never get it, but I want it. Another Tin Barrel. Keep going. Uh, loggers. Other pale. Like nobody cares about these, Josh. There we go. Uh, barley wines. Nope. Uh, there's there's the barrel bourbon barrel aged ego death with vanilla. Yep. Cup of stuff from Maplewood. That's a good microphone. Like you and know, little, little small brewery right outside of Munster that continues to do well apparently. And that's the thirteen categories. Now we yeah. got best in show and runner up. Yeah. And you know, again, like I was kind of surprised that because you know, like last year it was. Very special old jacket, I want to say. Uh-huh. Um, and Tony was able to get us a can of that. So we don't have any like super fancy Fobab winning Revolution beers coming. But we got a bunch of Revolution beers coming. Woohoo! Yay! Yay. And there was much rejoicing. All right, we're ready for break. Please you got thank it. you. We'll be back in 30. Blah, 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 blah. It's time for buy, no buy. We ready to... My bad, pimp. You're fine. You're fine. Wells is like, I'm done. I'll explain how it works. It's pretty simple. We've been drinking beer on the show. Uh, We've got some fresh hop stuff. Uh, Thank you again to Scott for the hookup. We've got some more coming next episode. Okay, cool. So... Yeah, he sent us like 13, which, don't get me wrong, super excited about that. Yes. But every time I'm like, hey, guys, we got all this... Both of you were like, now, um, we don't need to have them all at once. We don't. Need, we don't need, need to die. You need to be able to drive home. It needs yes. to be okay. I'm, I'm worried about you, Jeffrey. Anyways, 
it's a pretty my wife it's a pretty simple equation we give things a one or a zero we buy them or we know buy them jeff what is our first beer up of the night i thought you were doing buy no buy i was i know i'm just busting chops first beer up um a collaboration between resident culture and Cellarest. this is fresh beer a marson inspired lager with fresh hops is it now yep Marzen inspired lager delicately hopped with freshly harvested Cascade from Crosby Hop Farms. Um, it's very dry. Um, it like it's weird. It has all the notes that I wanted in the Marzen from last episode, but I just don't know that I enjoy this beer. And I can't tell you why. Like it's is it possible to be too dry? I mean, it, it is. It can be. It's it's almost like too dry, but not crispy. I'm a, I'm, I'm a no buy on this one. I, I like the idea. I'm just not loving it. Well, I'll buy it. I, I love Cellarest and uh, Resident Culture coming together. Um, it's not my favorite Oktoberfest, Marzen, but I like it worlds more than the one we had on the last recording, uh, it's good enough. And I think the can is doing it a little disservice because I loved this on draft. Josh, your thoughts. So compared to Mar- Martin the Martin, um, no. And Martin wasn't good either. I didn't expect it to be. Well, I shouldn't say I didn't expect it. Who knew? But it didn't hit those notes. This one didn't either. Um, you know, sadly, <clears throat> the one... Oktoberfest beer locally that was made we no longer speak of. So I am ISO of a good Oktoberfest beer that is not Sam Adams. Hit you, me up with your recommendations. I'm very curious. Next beer up. Next up from Lumberbeard in Spokane, Washington. Thanks, Scott, for sending us a can of Hop Snap. Oh God! I got to look at his face right here on the top of my of, of the untapped because I was looking at the untapped to get like the cheat sheet on what's going on here. Fresh hop pilsner brewed with whole cone centennial hops. This is a very fun, delicious, pleasant beer that during fresh hop season I would probably look at as a palate cleanser in a good way. I like this. Um, if I'm at Lumber Beard, I would get this either on a flight or maybe even a pint. Um, I don't know that I need a four-pack of it, but it's solid. I like it. Wells? My first exposure to this beer today was I thought this was my rinse water from a previous Fresh Hop IPA. Oof. Because, I mean, look at that thing. There's That looks like rinse water from an IPA. It is damn clear. Um, I like it. If I was at the brewery, I would probably order a full pint of it, It, but... Jeff, I like that palate cleanser idea. I don't. I don't think I'm going to order this on its own. Josh, your thoughts? Yeah, it is just kind of this weird, weakish but not weak beer, and that's hard to explain unless you actually try it. Because I am right there with you all, and this is a palate cleanser. Like I'm having a bunch of these aggressive hoppy beers, and I need something a little bit more mellow just to kind of chill me out, chill myself out, chill my palate out. But would I reach for another one of these? I don't think so. 
I mean, it's good, but not great. So, no buy. Next up. Yep, next up. Sorry, I'm over here looking, looking up information here. Uh, up next from Vice Beer out of Vancouver, Washington, which is um, like across the river from Portland. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> this is Eric Freshstrata. Remember that one time when Moltar wanted to bring Eric Estrada on the show, but Space Ghost wouldn't let it happen? That was awesome. Man, I need to go back and watch this. So good. <laughs> you were the man! <laughs> Moltar was the best. Yes, yes he was. And everybody was big into... Um, 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 was the, uh, the Praying Mantis, whatever his name was. Zorak? Yeah. Yeah, Zorak. Moltar, man. It's all about Moltar. Zorak the Destroyer. Oh my god! Um, th- this one, like, I-, I know this is a fresh strata beer. Um, the hops on this are all over the place, like bubble gum and like citrusy, pineapple-y kind of stuff, like gummy bears. And it's it's just really good, though. I, I could get through a four pack of this. I would buy it. Well, this reminds me a lot of. Um, like the clear gummy bears, the pineapple ones, the pineapple ones, sure, the good ones, the the best ones, but not best, but good. <gasps> uh, you monster! I don't know what it is about this, but the nose doesn't hit me the right way, and the rest of it kind of follows suit. Um, this it it tastes like the clear gummy bears, but like literally. Again, <laughs> what is your problem? Like, so we had that Sweetwater Gummies beer oh, that also was like very similar. Yes. But it was so overly cloyingly sweet, I couldn't handle it. Right. The, like, the, uh, for those that don't remember, because I still buy it, because I can still find it, it's the Fruit Punch gummy. is basically what they were going for. Fruit Punch, Cherry, whatever you want to call it. But it's, it's just too damn sweet. Yep. This one is not. It's fair. But I still don't like it enough to buy it. Josh. No, I mean, you were spot on in saying this tastes like a pineapple gummy bear, and I want all of it. I want it hooked to my veins. Cool. Like, let's just, let's go, baby. Yeah. Let's yep. go. Yeah. You and I appreciate the proper best gummy. Yes. Fair. Ish. Best gummy ish. Which, what's better than the pineapple gummy bear? If you get, depends on what you get. We could go on a whole journey with gummy bears. No, no, so, so real quick aside. What's your what's your gummy bear flavor of choice? Sour apple. Okay, that's not even like part of the normal Haribo gummy bears. Right. Like, get out. All right, fine. Pineapple. If we're well, talking we're here, like, well, give me the peach rings because those are awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love those. All right. Fake <laughs> artificial peach. It's so good. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Um, again, thanks, Scott, for the fresh hop beers. This is Fremont's Head Full of Fresh Hops. Fresh Hop a- Hazy IPA with Citra Mosaic and You Cannot. Yes, and I'm can. here to say You Cannot No Buy This because this beer good. Um, I don't always love all of the... We were a brewery and we make a hazy IPA and we're on version 893 and it's slightly different variations of the same six hops. But Fremont's 
head full of fresh hops every time gets me. Um, thanks, Scott. This one's awesome. Big bye. Wells? Super enjoyable and very easy drinking. 6.8%, but uh, it's just lovely. This is like cold carbonated hot petite. I, I really enjoy it. Josh? Yeah, fantastic. I mean, it's one of those things where every time I see this, or, or I shouldn't say see this because I don't see it, but every time Jeff... Once a year, when Scott decides to gift us with some of these. Right. It, it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, Fremont can do fucking hot beers too, because you don't think about them as a hot right. brewery. Right. And they nail it with this beer every year. Every year. Absolute buy. Final beer up. Uh, final beer. We were talking about Fobab a minute ago. Um, you know, as well as it pointed out, we had had vanilla ego death some years ago. Um, thousand beers ago, whatever it was. Thousand beers. Uh, but again, unfortunately, the vanilla variant of ego death from this year was sold out. However, Wells was able to acquire some regular ego death. Um, when I say regular, it's still a yeah. barrel aged imperial stout, Luke. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's this absolutely trash stout. Um, you know, it's a blend of imperial stouts aged in Willet bourbon, Willet rye, Heaven Hill weeded bourbon, Weller bourbon, and Buffalo Trace. I mean, like, just shitty bourbons. Am I right, guys? Oh, totally. I mean, like, just, just absolute. Just some of the worst. Just absolute garbage, you know, and... Uh, you know, it was, it was aging those barrels for 18 to 42 months and then, you know, conditioned on toasted hazelnuts and cacao nibs. Dear Lord. I took a sip of this. I forgot there was hazelnut in this. <laughs> I was just assuming it was just like barrel-aged imperial stout. And first sip, it's just like, boom, hazelnut, cacao nibs. It tastes like dessert. I don't, like, I don't always love the pastry stouts. But this one is ridiculously good. Um, if you happen to see it, you should buy one, drink it. It is, it is fantastic. It's a big buy for me. Well, oh yeah, this beer sucks. I'm just kidding. This beer totally sucks. If you uh, if you see it out like on a shelf, uh, give me a call. Let me know. I will uh, gladly dispose of it for you. That's right. There's there's. For posterity. There's nothing wrong with this. It is... I, I love hazelnut. I really do. I love bourbon barrel-aged imperial stouts. And while this is a pastry stout, it, it's still got enough... Um, it, 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 oh, God. Uh, yeah. Big buy. Josh. I mean, duh. Come on. It, it, and, like, you know, when you talk... You, you all make fun of me because I don't really like We coffee. make fun of you regardless. I know you do. Um but like my go-to creamer is hazelnut in my cold pressed coffee because that just it's a flavor that I enjoy. It's not overly sweet. It's got this nice little nuttiness to it, and hazelnuts will do that to a creamer. God damn, this is fantastic! It is just absolutely fantastic. Big huge buy. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> very seriously, I'm not sure what vanilla would add to this that it needs deliciousness it wouldn't like i'm not saying it would make it a worse beer right, right i, I right, just right. don't know that it would like i don't think it would improve it that much i think this base beer is that good no it no, doesn't no. I need agree. the vanilla i agree but we've had the vanilla and it, it yep. it's something else too so anyways it's time for i tap that out of all the beers that we had on the show what would you put on your real or supposed kegerator so jeff where are you going man 
Um, again, like as much. Seriously, Josh. I can't control what the phone does, man. Technology's hard, y'all. I plug a cable in. He's and got an iPhone. You would think he'd be able to just like, doesn't make he it work, work in tech? I don't know anymore. <sighs> I don't know either. So I I like the ego death. Um, I, I like it in a small amount. I don't know that I could. Like, even soloing that bottle, I think I would have a hard time with. Okay. It's delicious, and I love it, but it would take me forever. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to consume, right? It's thick. It's viscous. Like, in all the good ways, but, like, I get it's, it. it's, 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 a, it's a tough solo. Um, the Eric Fresh Strata, I absolutely love. I took another drink of it. I just don't know that I could do a whole keg of that. I feel like that would also weigh on me. Okay. So, I'm going Fremont because, duh. Because Not it's an a bad excellent, choice. Yeah, it's an excellent beer. I absolutely love that Fremont. Give me that head full of fresh hops. Uh, I texted Grant, because last year when I came back from uh, from out west for fresh hop month, week, whatever, uh-huh. I brought a can of that, and I brought it to him, and he was just like, oh, this is fantastic. And so I texted him. I have an extra one of these, and I texted him a picture of it. I'm like, hey, guess what I'm bringing Thursday? And he's very excited. Nice. So, that's a whole thing. Wally Wells? Uh, I just burped off Mike, and it definitely tastes like ego death. And I could do a lot more ego death. It's ego death. Josh, what are you tapping? I mean, I've got to go with the with the Eric. I mean, goddamn, goddamn, <laughs> you're the man. That is so good. It is so good. It is so good. Like, is the is the one that like literally is still buying that stupid gummy beer gummy beer basically is what i like to call it from sweetwater this hits all those same notes and it's so weird but it's so good i don't know why it clicks for me but it does and it's the pineapple gummy bear man it's the best gummy bear ego death is up there yep head full of fresh hops is always fucking amazing but man there's just something about that beer yeah it's super fun it really is. All right. We're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com or facebook.com slash craftbeercast or patreon.com slash craftbeercast or x.com slash cbcast. Is that it? Do they even still let you do that? I don't know. Whatever. Who, cares? Uh, who knows? Probably if you pay enough. Yeah, I know. I, every time I try to open it up, I get so many notifications of things we're not following. <laughs> right. Like, um, what is this even? I don't... I, whatever yeah when my feed is 80 percent ads i realize that there's no point in me being there anymore but uh anyway hit us up on those kind of things contact at craftbeercast.com if you want to reach out to us over email wells where can they find you you can find me at in a world where you're looking for the wells where you can, can find me at all the wells josh besides right here you can uh besides right here you can always next yeah. thursday <laughs> You can rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody that these guys are mean to me. Oh, and all the times. And our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Uh, throw stories up there. We will definitely talk about them. And other than that, yeah, we'll talk to you all next Thursday. Uh-